It is now time to experience the buzz. A podcast that takes an inside look at amazing people doing amazing things. Get ready for some great conversation that will be fascinating, educational, and inspiring. We will also leave room to help small businesses in a big way. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur Steve Buzzard. Hello, everyone, and welcome in. It's another episode of Experience the Buzz. So glad you have decided to join us today. You know, I was reflecting on the fact that uh, this has been such an incredible journey. We are on episode number 114, and the conversations that I have been able to have have truly been priceless, and today is another one of those. Again, episode 114. Today we are featuring who will be the youngest person to come on the program. His name is Stevie Meta. He's 11 years old. You know what that means? He will graduate from high school in the year 2030. That's right. Well, this kid plays golf. He's got a coach. Uh, He's pretty darn good, and he is going to be playing in the U.S. Kids Golf World Championship in August for the second straight year, and guess where it's at? Pinehurst Golf Course in North Carolina. He's got an Instagram handle, and uh, today is going to be a fun, fun conversation. Really looking forward to it. More on Stevie in just a second. It's now time for What's the Buzz? So here's the deal. We've got three amazing sponsors. This show, it highlights small Uh, businesses. It highlights entrepreneurs and personalities of Sacramento. Sometimes we've gone outside of Sacramento, but 95% of the time we are talking about the people of the capital city. So what's beautiful is that, you know, we're 114 episodes in. We're the real deal. I was looking at some stats that, you know, the, the, the benchmark for being a real podcast, are you ready for this, is actually 10 episodes. Well, we're way beyond that. And I knew that when I jumped on board in January of 2021, uh, that this was going to be a journey that uh, I wasn't going to step off the tracks. And so we want to be able to highlight small businesses. Uh, We've got three amazing sponsors. You too can be a sponsor right here. All you have to do is go to buzzerball.com. Just click on how to be a sponsor. Everything is there. Everything's customizable. You can reach out to me personally um, at scbuzzard at gmail.com or just reach me through the website. Also want to let you know that uh, Buzzard Ball, or I should say Experience the Buzz, is kind of an umbrella. So we have the audio form, we have the video form, and we would love for you to subscribe. All that does is it alerts you to brand new material that is coming out. Uh, In addition to what we do with Experience the Buzz, where we have the YouTube channel, and then of course everything on Apple, Spotify, you name it, is we have a segment called First Look. I'm a heavy metal enthusiast. It's been a lot of fun. We've recorded about 50 episodes. That is YouTube uh, video only. You can check that out by going to our channel. And just all you have to, have to do is Google is Experience the Buzz podcast or First Look, and it should be there for you. Check it out and become a subscriber today. Now, let's get to our guest again. It's a fun conversation. Um, you'll hear about the connection between me and Stevie in just a moment as we we get into this conversation. So without further ado, it's episode number 114 with Stevie Maida. Enjoy the conversation. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome in. It is Experience the Buzz. My name is Steve Buzzard, and I'm very excited to bring who is going to be, well, to this day, 
the youngest person to ever come on Experience the Buzz. His name is Stevie Maida. He is 11 years old, and this kid plays golf, okay? Now, I'm not talking about just going out to the local links, right? He does that, but this kid is on tour, and you would think, what, first, second year? No, 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 he's been doing it for a couple of years. And so Stevie has agreed to come on what would be his very first podcast. Stevie, welcome to Experience the Buzz. Thank you. Thank you for having me as well. Yeah, of course. Now, we got to talk about our connection, right? I always like to start with our connection. So the reason I know Stevie is I was able to teach him um, at the school that we both uh, were at, St. Michael's, here in Carmichael for a couple of years. And of course, I retired two years ago. And so uh, that's that's where it all started. But, you know, Stevie, I just knew you as a kid, right? And uh, things were fun and stuff. And then golf took place. And so I was telling you before I came on, I've always known you as a basketball player, which I know you still love. But tell me how the, I guess, the golf bug started for you. Um, well, my grandpa used to take me out to the range, uh, I'd say, on Wednesdays after school. And I would just hit a couple of balls, and then he would take me back home. And then we okay. did that, I'd say, once or twice a week. Nice. Okay, so you started with grandpa. And let me ask you, I mean, it was it something, obviously, outside of spending special time with grandpa, did you find yourself enjoying it? Was it something you enjoyed doing? Because that's where I'm trying to figure out, you know, where did you get not only the bug, but like you love golf. So where, where did that start for you? Um, probably when me and my grandpa started to play a little bit more and sometimes got on the course instead of just the range. Okay, very good. And, and so was it when you were eight years old that you started playing, going from the range to actually playing, right? We all know as golfers, I just golfed yesterday and Stevie, it was a disaster. The Ansel Hoffman just ate me up. You know about the Hoff. The Hoff is tough. I shot a 99 and I wasn't too happy and everything. But, uh, you know, when you went from the range to actually playing on the course, Talk about that because that's a big difference, right? Because when you're on the range, everything, you know, you hit off the carpet, everything's good. But when you get on the course, it's a different story. And you did this at what, age eight? Um, Yes, but me and my grandpa didn't play much holes, but we did play a couple holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big difference. There's a little yeah. more pressure on the course. And it's not like you're just hitting down to an open space. You got to go over water, bunkers. There's tight greens. Man, look at you, even speaking the vernacular. I love it. So good. Okay, so this is the part where I'm like, okay, where where, where did it then start going to like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this, and maybe I'll start playing tournaments. When did that happen? Well, um, my mom, I did a couple uh, lessons at okay. um, Ansel Hoffman, and then I started to get kind of good. We did some tournaments. And then I switched coaches, and then I got really good. Okay. So you really dove in, right? This was something that, you know, you had to be committed to, right? Because, like, you're all in, right? It's not just something very casual. You play on a tour. Like you say, you've been doing it for a couple years. We're going to get more into, like, the places that you've been in everything. But you had to have the mindset to say, you know what? I want to do this. Is that is that what happened for you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so when you start, you know, winning, did, were you winning tournaments or were you just, you know, just playing in them, having fun and saying, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool. I want to do this. Take me through that process. Well, early, when I used to, early in the, my tournaments, I I wasn't winning them, but I was playing them. It was 
kind of fun. But, you yeah. know, golf isn't too fun sometimes. Um, and then I started to get, like, maybe on the podium of third place. Okay. And then when I switched coaches, then I started to get a couple wins. Ah, so the coach thing really helped. But talk about getting on the podium for the first time, right? You obviously had to stick to it. You said it was hard in the beginning. But once you hit the podium, right, it's like, oh, I can do this. So what was – do you remember what that tournament was when you got to step on the podium for the very first time? Um, That was like two years ago. Well, I remember my first tournament. I got fourth place. But there was only okay. like five or six kids in there. Um, I think it might have been at – uh, it was probably a course called Bing Maloney. Okay. Bing Maloney. So see, the, these are all local. So that's the other thing that I wanted to talk about, Stevie, is like for you, uh, you know, growing in the love of the sport, everything started local, right? You were playing tournaments right here in Sacramento. That's how it began for you, correct? Yes. I was playing local U.S. kids tournaments, all, all the um, courses around the Sacramento. Okay. Very good. And so... Like within the courses, like, you know, I know we'll kind of get to this later, but what are some of your favorite courses in the local area? I know you mentioned Ansel Hoffman, where you did some training. Obviously, everybody knows about Hagen Oaks. That's kind of our area that you and I live in. But what are some of your favorites in the local area? Um, I was the, the defending champ at Big Maloney. And I, but yeah, I, I won two times at Big Maloney. Um, I love Ansel Hoffman because it's my, it's one of my home courses. Yes. Uh, Hagen Oaks is pretty nice, and probably, uh, what's it called? Actually, that's probably all. Okay, that's good. Those are great ones right there. You mentioned great ones. Yeah. Uh, there's also Bartley Kavanaugh. That's Bartley Kavanaugh. definitely yes. one of my favorites. Okay, cool. That's funny. You just raised your hand like we're in school. <laughs> See, old habits don't they don't die, man, right? So you're it's like we're teaching PE class here, right? Having some fun. So let's reset. This is eleven year old Stevie Maida, and I brought him on because uh, we're just chipping away at a kid that's uh, been playing golf for three years, but he's playing like tournaments, okay? And uh, there's a big tournament that's going to be coming up, and then at that actually he's already played in, and uh, that was in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Now, I know that's going ahead and stuff, but boy, that had to be quite the experience being able to play at Pinehurst, which obviously is a major golf course on the PGA Tour. Um, yes, it's um, for the uh, U.S. Kids World Championships. Yeah. And we get to go to Pinehurst every year. I've been, I've done it two times, and I got, luckily, I got qualified for this year's. And it is really fun. There's like free hotels, you can rent a house inside the neighborhood. The course is, there's like seven or eight different courses. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. That's cool. Okay. And we're, 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 I, that's just kind of a sneak peek because I don't want to jump to that yet because that's where Stevie is now. He actually just qualified again uh, that he's going to be going back to Pinehurst in August. You guys, 11-year-old kid is going to be going to Pinehurst to play golf. I mean, that's just good stuff. That's on my bucket list, right? I can't even make that happen. That's why I got to live vicariously uh, through the young guy here. So as you're playing golf, what did you notice were the things that came easy for you? And what were the things that were difficult for you, right? We know that golf, you break it down, right? Hitting off the tee, being able to have, you know, mid irons, short irons in, 100 yards in, and then obviously the short game with chipping and putting. So breaking that down, what things came a little bit easier to you and what things were difficult for you? 
Um, when I first started playing golf, um, I ha- I was pretty good at chipping, mm-hmm. and I could hit it a little bit solid. And then I got a little bit better, and now my my drives is um one of my best part of my game, and my chipping, nice. and my putting. Well, my putting is not. It's okay though. It's okay, yeah. but you're always working on it, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. And and so you mentioned uh, uh, t- changing coaches. So that's another like commitment, right? Like. You're not just going out and play the tournaments. You're having someone help you, which it seems like that would be the right thing to do if you're going to be serious about that. So I believe the change in coaching is the current coach that you have now, right? Would you like to talk about him? Uh, yes. I went from his name. Uh, uh, it was someone at Ansel Hoffman. Sure. And then he he wasn't – Then we, we didn't think he was um, – I wasn't getting too much better. Uh, that's so why we're not gonna. That's why we're not gonna mention his name. <laughs> we were, and then we, and then we were looking at um people at Hagen Oaks, and we found this guy named Mike Duhamel, and he is he's my favorite coach ever. Nice. He's super nice, and he makes it really fun and super easy. Okay, so what is it like? How how did what is the process of when you work with him? What what does that look like? How many times do you visit him a week? Take me through that. Um, most of the time I see him two times a week for an hour or an hour and 30. And sometimes we do, um, sometimes this is really rare. We don't play holes together. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. And, and what were some of the big improvements that you saw as he came on as a coach? You mentioned that he made it fun, which is hopefully similar to your PE experience with Mr. Buzzer, right? We made it fun and that's what it's all about, right? Like you're grinding, and you're you're playing this game, and you're dedicated to this game, but you know, as a kid, it's always got to be fun, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, we would do like little chipping contests, little contests, um, iron contests, uh, driver contests. We would play little holes, whoever got the lowest score. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we would do putting contests, lots of contests. Nice. Okay, so local, you're playing tournaments. Are you still like? Are you still doing other things? Are you still playing basketball? I think you were still playing basketball at that time, right? Um, I'm playing not as much basketball. Okay, I'm more zoning in on golf, but I do have a basketball hoop in my neighborhood that I sometimes shoot hoops on. Okay, very good. Okay, so your focus right now is golf. So, get me to the point where now it goes from playing to uh, tournaments in the local area to now making trips, right? Like, you've flown some places. So when did that happen? Were you 9, 10 years old? When did that happen? Uh, probably around 10 because mm-hmm. uh, we went to uh, Pinehurst. That was one of my first trips. And I've been a couple other places. Uh, we've been – well, coming up, we're going to Europe. Wow. And we've been some short-distance ones like San Diego, lots of San Diego, Orange Counties, Um uh, I've been to, uh, I think I saw Texas. You've been to Texas. Yes, it was yep. Texas, Washington, Seattle, mm-hmm. Washington. Uh, let's see here. I also went to, I've been to Arizona. Okay. And I can't remember too many, but that's, that's okay. Some- well, that's good. I mean, that's a good start. So let's, you know, we could take any one of these States, take me through, you know, Let's say you're going to Texas, okay? When do you leave? Like, what what does that work? Obviously, you're playing on the weekend and stuff. Take me through, like, the whole itinerary 
of what it would look like for Stevie Maida as he gets ready to go play a tournament in Texas. Okay, we would probably, um, Thursday, I would have a lesson with my coach. We would fly down to Texas. Okay. Then take a, go to bed at the hotel, take a practice round on Friday, um, big practice round on Friday, and then play the next two days. Okay, so you play, it's a two-day tournament for what you do. Yeah, for the States. Okay, very good. So the practice round, that's that's pretty cool, right? Gives you an opportunity to see the course. How many notes do you take, right? We know that like on the PGA Tour, they have caddies, you know, and they're taking like notes like crazy. Like for you as a whatever, 10-year-old or now now an 11-year-old, what do you do within that practice round? Me and my mom, we take some notes on a uh, the scorecard. Okay. And we take some notes like for tomorrow, like um, the green is quick or it's super downhill. The fairway goes right, fairway goes left, uh, plays longer, plays shorter. There's a little secret water to the left or the right or just short of the green. A bunker right in the center of the fairway, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how much research do you do? So even before you get to the practice round, do you look up the course online and maybe go over it just so you kind of have an idea? And then by the time you get to the practice round, you're like, you see things, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this and I remember this. How much research do you do? We'll look at the yardages for the tournament. And sometimes I'll look at, I'll go to the um, the 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 course's homepage and look at some pictures of the courses just so I know what I'm working with. And... Yeah, we look at yardages a lot. Okay. All right. Very good. And then you play the tournament. You play the two-day tournament, right? And so, I mean, they had the leaderboard and all that good stuff. Like, how, what's that like? Because, you know, I I luckily was able to go to the Masters in 2010 to watch a local favorite here, Kevin Sutherland. And being able to see, they have the, the leaderboard that you see like at 18 and everything. But for you, like, what's that like? Uh, there isn't a leaderboard like on that big screen thing, but there is uh-huh. online. There's leaderboards and there's at the table, there's leaderboards. Okay. So do you always check? Are you one of those players where you just play your game? Um, I don't ask them okay. what the best score is, but I do. The second I'm done, I always ask my mom. Of course. And I, I t- on the course, I kind of look at the other players just to make sure no, no one's having like a... 10 under round. Right. So you can tell, right? You kind of, kind of tell with body language, like who's doing well and who's not doing well. So I have to ask, who's your, who's your caddy? Who caddies for you? Um, most of the times it's, well, it went from grandpa to mom to grandpa to mom. I, um, yeah, mostly it's, I would say mostly it's mom's the better one. But okay. Just- so very good. You get to actually choose. I was wondering that if maybe they provided someone for you, but no, you choose, which makes sense because I, I know a lot of kids like yourself, right? They've got either mom, dad, like you said, grandpa, like helping out. So that's gotta be kind of fun to have family with you to kind of help you out. How, who, who's the better caddy, grandpa or mom? Um, this is a hard one. I don't want to be. Too <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't want to throw any shade at grandpa or mom, but let me do this. I'll rephrase that. What are the things that you like about grandpa being your caddy? Well, he he plays golf. My mom doesn't play golf. He he knows about it and when it's it's a big difference between when me and him are playing on the course. He's like we're making jokes and we're really trying to beat each other. And then when I'm playing on the course and he's caddying me, he's super nice, super serious and he's trying to help me out. 
And my mom, she doesn't play golf, but she's a pretty good caddy because she keeps me calm and she's my mom. She knows everything about me. That's that's it. That's it. So you kind of you kind of get the best best of both worlds. So that's very good. Okay, so your first ever first place finish. Do you remember it? A tournament that you've won? Does that come to mind like right away? Yeah, it was Bing Maloney. It was uh, at Bing Maloney. Okay, Bing Maloney. And how many more first place finishes do you have? I know you you finish in the top three quite a bit, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, that one at Bing Maloney. It wasn't too easy. It was a um a playoff between me and the other kid. We both shot even par, and we had to do a playoff. Um, luckily, I won the playoff, and okay. yes. Take me through that. I mean, was the playoff, was it a one hole or was it a... It was a one hole. One hole. Okay. So take me through it. Like what happened? Uh, he, he, it wasn't his best hole. I, I, I played, I played normal. He played a little bit bad, but okay, I got it. But, um, okay. He got aggressive and he paid for it and you stayed right down the middle, right? Yes. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. So Stevie Maida is with us. So again, we're talking golf with 11 year old that is just uh, having a lot of fun. And I was able to catch him uh, just on Instagram. It was, it was crazy. And he's got his own handle. It's called Steven Maida Golf, which is S T E V E N M A I T A Golf. And it, it's cool. Follow him because what he's doing, it looks like Stevie, you're using the Instagram uh, to be able to kind of tell your story, right? So there's a picture of you and then you're saying, you know, this is the tournament I played, you know, maybe a highlight or two or whatever. So it looks like that's the way you're going. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh... I imagine mom's in charge of that. Yes. Yes, he's in charge of it all. Of course, I love it. Okay, well, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the current day of Stevie Maida. And I also want to talk about education, right? So he right now is being homeschooled. And there are athletes like Stevie uh, that have gone this course. And obviously, when we had COVID, a lot of kids started going homeschool. I just kind of want to see what that's like uh, for Stevie and how he's enjoying that uh, with being able to balance that and also his career. And it is a career right now. He's loving it as a golfer. So don't go anywhere. More to come with Stevie Maida right here on Experience the Bus. All right. First segment in the books. Now time to thank our sponsors, R5 Stitch and Print, along with Pit Boss Jerky and Little Whale Swim School. Uh, what's great about the, these three amazing small businesses is part of the package is we bring you on. We tell your story. Uh, so we've done that with Troy Rousey. He's in episode 25. Joe Green of Pit Boss Jerky in episode 26. And Anya Hall, her story is told in episode 6. R5 Stitch and Print, they specialize in screen printing and embroidery. You can find them at r5print.com. Pit Boss Jerky, uh, led by Joe Green. they got 12 amazing flavors. Believe it or not, we have a flavor named after the program. That's right. It's the 12th and last flavor called Experience the Buzz. Also in there are the popular flavors of Island Teriyaki, Raspberry, Apple, Chipotle. Then you've got the original six, Pepper Garlic, Pit Boss Original, Sweet Summer, Honey Gold, Sweet and Smoky, and Little Heat. How do you get your hands on the beef jerky? Well, there's two ways. You can call the order board, which, by the way, is the cell phone number of Joe Green. It's 916-769-6807. Or you can find it in person at any of the three locations of Amy Hardware, two in Sacramento, one in El Dorado Hills. Or you can find it at Knee Deep Brewery, which is located in Auburn. And finally, Little Well Swim School, which is the premier swim school here in Sacramento. They are located at 4106 El Camino Avenue in Sacramento. You can find them at Little Well Swim 
swim.com. Uh, you can get ready for swim team there. They've got uh, classes for all ages. You know, they're known for the little ones uh, with the swim lessons, but there's adult classes as well. And lastly, if you're looking for a summer job, don't look any further than Little Whale Swim School. So there you go. The big three uh, right here as sponsors on Experience the Buzz. Now let's get back to our conversation with Stevie Maida. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back in. It is Experience the Buzz. Uh, my name is Steve Buzzard. I'm with another Steve, but he's Stevie. It's Stevie Maida. And again, our connection was uh, Stevie and his sisters uh, were students of mine uh, when I was at St. Michael's. And uh, it's so cool to see Stevie and what he's doing now. Uh, again, third year uh, playing, I'm just going to say, it, it almost feels like professional golf. Can you share with everybody how many tournaments you played last year? Your mom told me the number and I was like, holy cow. How many tournaments? Um, I would. I don't remember them all. Um, there's. I play U.S. Kids. There's. There's San Diego tournaments. There's. Yeah. There's U.S. Kids Golf. There's Future Champions. There's JGANC. There's. There's a lot of different tournaments. The the ones I mostly remember. Um, but I'm pretty sure my mom just wrote down a piece of paper. Um, forty-one. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> I played forty-one last year. Yeah, forty-one. That's right. That was the number she shared with me. I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean. Just being able to play that much golf, but in a tournament setting. So, you know, we talked a little bit about these tournaments and everything and kind of what, you know, your itinerary is of, you know, flying there, getting a practice round in, being able to have grandpa or mom as your, uh, you know, your caddy. And then, of course, you play the two rounds and then you come back and it all starts over. Right. And so, you know, for you, like the education piece, like, right, like you're being homeschooled. I have to ask you because, you know, haven't been your teacher for a couple of years. Do you like being homeschooled? How is that? Um. Yes. Yes. I, it's, okay. It's it's pretty nice. Um. The schools are a little shorter. I the only teacher is my mom, and I uh, I also have a um tutor, so he's kind of my math teacher. Well, that's funny because I talked with your mom and she says I do everything but math. So, yeah, that's where the tutor came in. It's like, yeah, defer to the the experts and stuff. So that's cool. Okay, so what's what's that look like? So right now, uh, you know, we're here on a Tuesday. And do you get like, you know, how much work do you get in? What does the day look like when it comes to being homeschooled? Um, well, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30, I have um, my uh, math tutor named Robert. And we do that till 9.30. Usually then I do history, science. And I also have this, uh, what's it? It's, um, it's vocab and history. I mean. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. So you're, you're hitting all the, like the, you know, just kind of the major things that you do. Same thing as you would do at school, which would be cool. Okay. So you do that Tuesday, Thursday. What about like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? What's that look like? I, the only thing different is I don't do the math. Okay. Well, okay. So I do I do the math, but I don't. I have two different books of math. One I do with my my math tutor. The other one I do by myself. Okay. Very good. So you are doing school five days a week, correct, Stevie? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So tell me where the golf fits in. Like, how much golf do you do during the week, and probably on the weekend if it's not tournament? Um. Well, usually we would do either we do school first or we do school last or we do okay. a little bit of school. then, uh, And then so I would say 
most of the times we would, on Tuesdays and Thursdays we would have I would have my math tutor and then we would go to my lesson and then I would probably go to um Del Paso, my home course, and play nice. a couple of holes and do the range. And then I would and if I didn't finish my schoolwork earlier, I would finish it after that. Okay, and how many like do you play rounds during the week? Do you go out and play I don't know, do you play eighteen? Do you play nine? How's that look? Um, well, I usually I play nine, but when if I'm, I'm when I'm with my grandpa, we usually play eighteen and we, a little bit of range. Yeah, it, well, it's just the difference with my mom. We do a lot of range, nine holes. With my grandpa, we do a little bit of range, eighteen holes. Okay, good. So what I'm getting here is like you've got this like cool balance, and you know I've always been big no matter what I do, and especially seeing kids like yourself and. uh you know, the passion for teaching is just watching kids being good human beings, right? And here you are, you're learning about how to balance your life, right? Even as an 11-year-old, like what are the big things that you have learned with, you know, doing the golf thing and now doing the homeschool thing? What are some of the big things that you've learned? Um, A little bit of responsibility. I have to make my, um, do more chores around the house probably because I'm not at school all day. And, That's the downside of homeschooling. <laughs> and I would say, uh, yeah, just a little more chores. And okay. I also, I have, um, I have uh, a uh, personal trainer. Okay. Wow. Really? Okay. That's cool. Personal trainer. So how many, how many times a week is that? Um, once or twice. Okay. Just once. Okay. So you're fitting all these things in, you know, doing your thing, balancing your life. Um, and so let's get back to, you know, playing in these tournaments. It's kind of interesting because as I was going through your Instagram, you know, I was just looking at like people like, you know, just commenting like, Hey, way to go, Stevie, you know, congratulations, you know, emoji, emoji, emoji. And I came across one kid and I don't know if you know him personally, but his name's Kai. Does this sound familiar? This is the kid? I think so. I went to his Instagram and it's like, whoa, I mean, this kid, this kid's done a lot. And I and I saw one post, the kid's got 10 aces. Yes. Is this a kid that you know or, and that you've met on tour? Uh, Yes. Okay. All right. So t- tell me about other kids. Like what are other kids like, you know, that you meet on tour? Um, it's fun because I meet a lot of them per tournament and some, most of the times we become good friends and then sometimes after that we do practice rounds together and we sometimes I, we play together at our home courses. Okay. And so I'm curious of what the competition is like. It's kind of interesting because, uh, the affiliation that you're with, they're actually aligned with what's called the Positive Coaching Alliance. That's something you may not know, but I know very well. And that's, you know, the sportsmanship and everything. So, and golf is that, right? It's about etiquette. It's about sportsmanship and everything. When you're playing against someone, because I imagine, what, do you go in twos? Do you, um, is it? Usually we go in um, threes. Or, threes. But if we're on... Um, it's usually a twosome if um, we're tied for the lead or this uh-huh. first and second place. It's usually a twosome. Okay. So, like, talk about that. Let's say you're on the side of you're not having a good day and the other person's doing well. Or flip-flop. You're having a great day and the other person's not doing well. I mean, do you still, you know, show good sportsmanship? I imagine it's a yes, but what's that like? Um, yes. I 
Uh, yeah, I still show good sportsmanship, mm-hmm. but secretly I'm pretty sad inside. And yeah. but when it's the opposite, I don't really. When it's the opposite, I don't really pay attention to him. I usually just if yeah. You just keep focused on your own. Okay, that's good to know. Um, and so I should, as I was saying the word, I think this is a big one because when you get into golf, golf is the only sport where etiquette is huge. Would you agree? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about that because, you know, if I go play golf with the average Joe, there are some people that don't know things about golf. Like I imagine grandpa was pretty significant in teaching you all the etiquette of golf, right? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm usually mostly learned some from playing the tournaments and watching Mm -hmm. golf on TV. Yeah, you have to rake the sands, uh, do your, finish your, uh, sand your divot after, uh, make sure you clean up your pitch mark and just don't make a mess on the course. Yeah, don't make a mess on the course. And the other thing too is you have to play a ball where it lies, depending on where it's, like, you can't cheat, right? You, you can't be like, and listen, there are people that will bump the ball, right? But when you're in the tournament, right, you don't, you can't be bumping the ball and cheating, right? Nope. No cheating. No cheating. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are there any other etiquette things that we need to share with the audience there that you think are important? Um, yeah, you have to take off your hat. Um, when you, if you're playing with other people, uh, when you yep. finish 18 or nine, uh, you have to take off your hat, shake their hand. And, uh, when, if you're playing with someone else at the first tee, You should probably take off your hat and shake the hand as well. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you shared that, okay? Because that is so true about when it comes to golf. So let's now talk about, um, I'm still over the, I mean, the Kai guy's got 10 hole-in-ones. So I guess that leads to the question, do you have a hole-in-one yet? Two. What? You're kidding me. No. You got two hole-in-ones. Yes. Okay, take me through. Tell me the stories. Let's go. One of them was uh, I was playing with my um, coach, and we were on the and I just hit a good shot and went in, and me and him both went crazy because that was my oh, first hole in one. Okay, where was that at? You always got to know. It was you know, at Hagen Oaks. Okay, what what hole? It was, actually, it was on one of the practice holes. Okay, cool. All right, that's the first one. Second one. Um, the second one was in Palm Springs. It was at this course called the Weston. Okay. It was, um, I'm pretty sure it was on hole number seven or eight. Okay. Uh-huh. And it was, it was a shorter one, but it was, we, I, I saw it and it hit, it looked like it just hit the pin and my grand, it, but it, I think I barely knew it went in and my grandpa didn't think it went in and if it went in. That's so cool. And what's that, what was that feeling like? Um, it was super good. And, uh, they, um, if you make a hole in one, usually at the course, uh, they give you like a free golf ball with the course on it or a free ball marker. Nice. And I got a golf ball and okay. a ball marker. And you understand that like when you become adult, an adult, if you get a hole in one, you know what happens there, right? Yeah, you have to buy everyone drinks. You knew it. You knew it. I didn't even have to tell you. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm here to tell you I don't have a hole in one. And I don't know if I'll ever get one. But it's so funny with golf, right? Because there are people that have played the game for a super long time that have never had it, like myself. And then you, and then this kid, Kai, who's got like 10 aces. I mean, my goodness, 
yeah, again, just a great feeling. And that's what I love about golf is like golf is like, man, you talk about, yes, it's physical, but it's, it's a very mental game. Is it not? Uh, yes, it is. You got to make sure this, I'm not too good at this, but I'm getting better. After a bad hole, you got to keep calm and you can't get too angry or a bad shot. And uh, if you, you can't get too excited if you get a birdie or an eagle or anything good. But do you do some fist pumps when you do a good shot? Come on. Uh, usually if I make a putt, I'll do a fist pump. Yeah. Yeah, you do fist pump, right? Yes. Because you're watching the PGA Tour. You, you kind of want that moment and everything. So it's cool because I understand you've met some pretty cool people uh, here locally. Uh, I think Gary Player and Lee Trevino are a couple I've that met you – Yeah. Gary Player, Lee Trevino, and Kevin Sutherland goes to the same course that I practice at. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't, like, totally met, but um, he – he said my swing was good and said hi to me. So Okay, very good. Well, you know what? I will tell you this. Kevin is probably one of the nicest guys in Sacramento. I'm sure if mom reached out to him, uh, he would gladly meet with you and probably do a little range work with you. Uh, Grandpa is trying to reach out to him so we can play an 18 with him. Uh, of course. 18. Yes, yes. And here's the deal. He'll do it. Kevin will do it. And you know, what's cool is that, and I don't know if you remember his son, Keaton, uh, because Keaton went to St. Michael's. Do you remember Keaton? Yeah. He, he, he also goes to, um, Del Paso. I see him there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I recently just got to play with Kevin and Keaton and I had not seen Keaton since he graduated from St. Michael's. So it's been a while, you know, so that was pretty cool. And obviously he's doing well. And then Kevin has a brother named David, who's a really good golfer and David's son plays golf. So I think that meetup is definitely going to happen for you. So let's switch over to, you know, the, the PGA tour, like, you know, what, who are the players that you like? Like who are the players on tour that uh, Stevie uh, kind of, you know, says, man, that's, that's my guy. Uh, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Roy McIlroy, Nice. My grandpa loves Wills Alatoris. Okay. Uh, Jordan Spieth and I, Tony Fino. Okay. And as you know, there's like, there are tournaments that happen around here. I know the Tahoe tournament and stuff, although that's not a PGA Tour. Have you ever had the chance to go to a PGA Tour event? Yeah, I went to the American Express last year. Okay. It was super, super cool. Okay. So when you look at that, you're obviously there as a fan, but, you know, I know you're 11, but are you, like, in your mind, how long do you think you're going to do this? Is this something you want to do long term? Oh, yes. I'm trying to be a pro. I'm going to try as oh. hard as I can. Okay. I love that. I absolutely love that. So, again, reset. Stevie made it 11 years old, uh, playing golf. He's on the, uh, the, well, we'll call it the tour and stuff, and he's going back to the championships that will be played uh, in North Carolina at Pinehurst, and that's going to be in August. So let's uh, let's talk about preparation for that because I, I understand you're playing a couple tournaments now. Uh, what's the preparation leading into August uh, for those championships? Um, uh, uh, some good range time, play lots of holes with my. I do have my coach. We do lots of uh, range sessions, and yeah, and. Um, I did get new irons, so I'm trying to okay, finish those go. before I do all the big tournaments. Okay. So I wanted to ask that too, because uh, you know when you play golf, you got to look good, right? You got to dress well. That that that's a big thing. And then of course your clubs. So I'm sure everybody wants to know what do you play with? Um, Titleist. 
I have, I play with Titleist balls. Uh, all Titleist clubs except for my putter is a. Uh, it's a Odyssey. It's an Odyssey. Odyssey. Okay. Nice. And I'm just curious. Are are you spont? Are you spont? Do you have any sponsors at all? Um. The only, you can't really I, do that, right? Titleist, um, the only uh, – they sent me a pack of balls and a couple of hats. Okay. And I think it's because of your age that they can't do that. But that will come later. That will come later, right? But I know you've had the opportunity to, to visit, like, their headquarters, right? I think I saw a post where you got to visit their headquarters and try out some things. Talk about that experience. That probably was pretty um, fun. Yeah, I got to do that to uh, 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 Club Fit. They got to fit me for um, – the first time I got new wedges, and I just now I went through everything. I got new woods, a new driver, and I got new irons. Okay, very good, very good. Okay, so we are going to take our final break, and when we come back, we're just going to kind of wrap things up here with Stevie. I got some other quick golf questions for him, but hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation as much as I've had. It's really good to visit with this young man right here, growing up right in front of my eyes at 11 years of age. So don't go anywhere. Back with the final segment right here on Experience the Bus. All right, isn't he good? 11 years old. Stevie Maida handling his first podcast. No problem. All right, we got another break before our final segment. So again, we want to thank our sponsors, Little Whale Swim School, along with Pit Boss Jerky and R5 Stitch and Print. Little Whale Swim School, you can find them at 4106 El Camino Avenue right here in Sacramento. They are the premier swim school in Sacramento. On the web, littlewhaleswim.com, or you can call 916-790-5945. they got beautiful indoor facilities, so that means you're going to have a nice heated pool. Also, if you're looking for a summertime job, don't look any further. You can get in touch with owner Anya Hall, again, at that number, 916-790-5945. Pit Boss Jerky, they've been with us since day one. Joe Green uh, told his story in episode number 26. This guy is the mad scientist of beef jerky. Came across it the first time a couple years ago when we started this program and then he became a sponsor and guess what i get a lifetime supply of pit boss jerky and boy am i satisfied we've got a flavor that is named after the program that is called experience the buzz before that my favorite was raspberry apple chipotle i know a lot of people love the island teriyaki because it's got that little sweet taste to it they've got herb and smoke big heat they even have a keto mix along with the original six again those are little heat sweet and smoky honey gold sweet summer pit moss original and pepper garlic now how do you get your hands on them well you can go to amy hardware at any of their three locations two in sacramento one in el dorado hills or you can find them at Knee Deep Brewery in Auburn. Or you can call, get on the order board, 916-769-6807. Finally, want to thank R5 Stitch and Print. Uh, owner Troy Rousey does a great job. He's done a lot of work here. Yeah, you look in. Let's see. Do I have stuff on that? Well, anyways, I've done a lot of work with R5 Stitch and Print. You can find them at r5print.com. They specialize in screen printing and embroidery. Best part, they have a graphic design artist that is in-house so they can help you put together a portfolio virtual mock-up so you can get a visual of what it is that you want to get. And believe me, it, you name it, it can be done by R5 Stitch and Print. Again, R5 Print. Com. Now, for the final segment with Stevie Maida, the 11-year-old golfer, once my student in PE at St. Michael's. Good, good stuff. Let's get back to it. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. 
This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we are with Stevie Maida. It is episode number 114. And yes, Stevie, breaking records today because he is the youngest person uh, to be on the program. We had Ian McVicker. You may remember him, I think, in year one. Uh, he made the masks. Uh, that was pretty cool. We had a great discussion. And then 16-year-old Justin Walter, who's a, a blues guitarist and everything. But here we got Stevie, and uh, his love is uh, golf. And, and he said, and you heard it in the last segment, he wants to be pro. And he's been uh, kind enough to share his time with us and also kind of take us through the process. So, you know, another part of this, uh, Stevie, is that, uh, you know, you got you got your sisters. And I, we haven't even mentioned them. But how? what is it like for your sisters to see like what you're doing. I know they have their own things that they're doing. You know, your oldest sister is in high school. You know, Ivy, she's at country day, you know, so there's a lot of things going on and stuff. How do the sisters take it? Um, to tell you the truth, they, they don't really care. It's, they don't really care. Yeah. It's just, ah, yeah, but they do go on trips with you. Right. So I know a lot of times you made it, you know, family affair, which is cool. So not only do you have mom, mom and grandpa, but the sisters sometimes come Come along for the ride. Yes, and my little yeah. sister plays golf as well. Ooh, so should we be watching out for her too? Well, <laughs> she she doesn't play too often. I, okay. I wouldn't say looking too hard, but okay. she's, she's kind of good. She's All right, good. she she maybe doesn't have the same drive right now as you have because she she's eight, right, or right in that range. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't play as much as me. Uh, she okay. only. I'd say she only goes to the range one time a week. Maybe plays a couple holes, um, and she she's pretty good. She can hit a drive, but she can't chip. She can't putt, and uh-huh. her iron game is sometimes on and sometimes off. Okay, very good. So, um, I, you know, playing as an eleven year old, uh, I, I am curious. Like, tees are moved up, right? Like, do you play? You don't play like the white tees or whatever. How how does that work when they they place the tees for the tournaments you play? Um. Well, usually I play uh, a little longer than the uh, tournament tees, so I can okay. play, um a year up. Uh, and then the uh, so the tournaments the tees that they do are they're they're pretty short. Um, okay. At least most of them. They're longer. The bigger the tournament, the longer the yardages are. <laughs> Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like for you, like, you know, par fives are like, are they 500 yards or are they like the high 400s for you? How, how does that high work? 400s. Okay, like high 400s. 476, 490. Yeah, so when you go, like, when you go to out to Ansel Hoffman, like, what tees do you play when you're out there? Uh, Blacks and whites. Oh, wow. Okay, blacks and whites. Okay, big deal. So I have to ask you, like, what do you drive off the tee? What's your What's your yardage? Uh, two hundred to two twenty. If yeah, I really let one, if I really let one rip, it's like two thirty to two forty. Okay, that's great. That's great. And is there like any tips you could give? You know, the, the average Joe golfer here when it you know comes to being a better golfer. Um, just good tempo. Uh, keep your head down and. I would say, yeah, good tempo and keep your head down. Okay, very good. And uh, on chipping and putting, what what wisdom would you give me there? What things do I need to look for so I can be better? Um, I would. Uh, you have to on putting. You would keep your. I would um, keep your swing path a little bit more straighter. So the okay. And 
for chipping, I like to make sure you hit it clean. Just hit it clean. Just yes. make sure you hit it clean. Yep, absolutely. And I was not doing that yesterday. I'm telling you, Ansel Hoffman, it's a beast. It's a beast out there. Okay. So let's get into a little rapid fire segment. So I'm just going to ask you like some fun questions. You've mentioned the hole in ones, some of the tour players that you, you love and stuff, but let's uh, like, what, what is your like favorite golf moment? Like one you can recall that just kind of sticks out in your head. Like, you know, wow, that was cool. Um, I had, I was at Chambers Bay and I have a caddy there named Caddy Steve and I it was a uh, it was a state for um, Washington, and I played it. And um, the first round, I shot a 69. Wow. And second, so that was a big moment. And then the second round, I shot a 74, but I I still won. Okay, yeah, but I mean that's a big deal for like you going sub 70s, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what's your lowest score? Um. What? Was uh, it that probably, 69? Um. It's it's. Well, it, I I shot a um, it was a well. If you're talking nine holes, it was a thirty-two. Okay. Uh, if you're talking eighteen, it's a sixty-nine. Okay, sixty-nine is your best score. Great. Okay, so we mentioned like players that you like and some that you've met so far and stuff. If there was one PGA Tour that you could get an inv- invitation to, sit down, maybe have lunch, and go play eighteen with, who would be that one PGA Tour player? Um. Probably Justin Thomas. Interesting. Okay. And why do you like Justin Thomas? What is it about him that you like? Uh, he plays with Titleist and he, he's kind of, he has, um, I, he, I think he's like, I, he's just like one of my favorite players and I like okay. how he plays. And yeah. Yeah. He's no nonsense, right? And he's had a lot of success. Do you watch golf on TV? Yes. Yes. Okay. How, like, do you watch tournaments? Yes. Okay, now do you watch it all the way through, or do you watch the final round? What is it for you? I watch like every round. I wouldn't watch like the whole thing because okay. I have, but I do watch a little bit of each round, and I look at the score on the leaderboard. Okay, cool. Now you notice I'm wearing this hat. Good, good. Are you familiar familiar with these guys? Yes, I. Yeah, I've watched them a couple times. A lot. Okay, do you like them? Yes. Yeah, they get they get fired up. Is that something where you're like I? I could do that. I could do that with some of my friends. Um, I don't know if I could do that with some of my friends. Okay. Yeah, you're a little fun. bit more serious. It sounds really fun, though. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks fun. I love when they have, like, a great shot, right? And they run down the hole and stuff and just get all hypey and stuff. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So, friends here, like, when you go play golf with friends, what's that like? Because, obviously, you're, you're a little bit better than everybody else. What What does that look like when you go play with friends? Um, I don't play with too many friends because okay. I don't have any really, um, except I play with, um, he's at, I, I played with Elijah yesterday. Okay. That was nice. Fun. Nice. And I have, and then sometimes I have three friends that are, they're a little bit of far away, like 30 minutes, but we play, mm-hmm. I've, I've played with them two to three times at my home course. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last part, like we mentioned the part <sighs> of like, looking nice right like when you dress up do you like getting you know getting your gear on and stuff and and getting ready to play tournament golf um yes or does it feel like going to church you know like you're too dressed up um it doesn't feel like i'm too dressed up okay all right cool all right so uh you know we've come to the end of what's been a very fun conversation 
Uh, do you have any great memories that you'd like to share with everybody about Mr. Buzzard as your PE coach? Um, yes. Um, that was super fun when we played that the Halloween game around Halloween. Let's go. Trick or treat, or not trick or treat, haunted house. Yes. And Buzzard Ball was super fun with all the, the bands that you get from doing the, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, Stevie, I just want to say, I know you're just 11, but this is cool. You have to understand when you do what I do, being a teacher for as long as I have, this is the fun part of life as a teacher is being able to see a journey that you're on. And obviously I am going to follow you to the end. And you know what will be fun is when, not if, when you become pro, we'll look back at this and say, wow, we talked when you were 11 years old. Wouldn't that be cool? Yes. Okay. Great job. Okay. So, uh, you know, aspirations of getting out there, you know, obviously playing high school golf and everything, you're just going to continue this journey. Is there anything that you need to share with us that, uh, that we need to know about in terms of what you're going to be doing with golf or is it just kind of what everything that we talked about? Well, I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm going to do, um, high school golf. Okay. And that's um, an option, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're very good. Okay, so it looks like you've got the plan in place. So again, I'll just follow you on Instagram, see how things are going and stuff. And and definitely reach out to Kevin, make that happen because I, I guarantee, in fact, I'm going to send the number to your mom so that you can make that happen because that'll be fun. And the thing about Kevin that I've noticed, like I said, outside of just being the nicest person ever is it's, it is pretty amazing to watch him play golf because he's very effortless in what he's doing. And you know what I mean when I say that, Stevie, right? It is fun to watch players where you're like, Man, it doesn't even look like they're trying. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very good. Okay. There he is. It is Stevie Maida. He has done. How's it feel to have done your first podcast? Oh, it feels amazing. I was shivering most of the time, but it, it was pretty fun. You did great. Well, you can't tell because it's just your body and stuff. So the rest of your body is shivering. That is a-okay. Uh, we're going to take a break and I'll come back with a final word. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Good, good stuff. And uh, good luck to this young man, Stevie Maida, right here on Experience the Buzz. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now, back to the show. All right, there you have it. What a great conversation, fun conversation. 11 years old, first podcast in the books. Yes, we're going to be looking back in the archives saying, I knew him when, right? Yeah, I think this kid, he's, I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it. It looks like he's definitely got the... Uh, kind of the, the fortitude to make it happen. Of course, it'll be a journey for him and stuff, but uh, we wish him nothing but good luck um, as he pursues being a professional on the PGA Tour. Let's go. Why not? Dream big. I love it. So uh, that will do it for another episode of Experience the Buzz. Um, you know, I know it's at the tail end, but I'm just going to, again, I'm going to say Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you guys are tremendous out there that are listening. I, I feel like we've become kind of a, hopefully a household name when it comes to Sacramento and the personalities of Sacramento. And uh, we're just going to keep doing these conversations. I love being able to have the opportunity to talk to so many different people and just tell their stories. And then hopefully as you listen, there's something within that story that will help spark something for you. And again, we've covered all gamuts. And uh, again, I know there's much, much more that we're going to be covering in the near future. So with that, that's all I got for now. Talk to you next time. Goodbye, everyone. 
Thank you for joining Steve this week on Experience the Buzz. Steve would love to hear from you. Leave a review or contact Steve directly with any questions at scbuzzard at gmail.com. To see the other adventures of Steve Buzzard, be sure to visit buzzardball.com.